Given that agreement, how do you think a civil society should treat innocent human beings who remind us of a painful event? Welcome to the Walk in Truth Minisode, a step closer, where Pastor Michael Lance and others on the Walk in Truth team discuss topics and questions about life from a Christian perspective. You'll also get a chance to get to know the team. Now, let's get into today's topic. Now, in some of the debates that I've heard uh, in the political world, some people have said, well, you know, you Christians, uh, you you believe that if a a girl was raped or um, if there was incest, that still you you, you have such an extreme view. And I, there was a debate between the, uh, for the California governorship. And uh, basically that was the accusation from our current governor against the Republican candidate. And he responded, he did a good job trying to respond on, you know, well, you would, you hold to an extreme view on partial birth abortion. And they kind of went back and forth. How does one maybe get through the weeds of that? And, and how would you speak to that? Cause that's usually, that's what I hear as a tactic yeah. from the other side. Well, there's you- two types of people who bring up rape crusaders like Governor Newsom and inquirers who are genuinely wrestling with the issue. Let's talk about the Crusaders first. Gavin Newsom has no interest in engaging intellectually in an intellectually honest way on abortion. He just wanted to hammer his opponent. And what I would say to Gavin Newsom is, okay, let's for the sake of argument agree that we will drop any objection to abortions performed for rape. Will you join us then in opposing all other abortions? I would call his bluff because Gavin Newsom's position is not that abortion should only be legal in cases of rape. His position is that it should be legal for any reason the woman wants, Mm -hmm. that it's a fundamental right for her to abort. And if he believes it's a fundamental right, that means there can be no restrictions on it. No Mm -hmm. restrictions on 38-week abortions, no restrictions on partial birth abortions. He needs to defend that position, not hide behind rape victims. So the first thing I do is call their bluff. And let's get honest about what your real position is and let the audience decide if that's extreme or not. Now, the crusader is different. She's heard the pro-life syllogism we just went over and she's tracking with the argument. She's actually buying in, but she thinks of her 14-year-old niece and says, man, if my niece got pregnant at 14, how would I tell her and force her to go through with the pregnancy? I'm going to deal very kindly with her and I'm going to look at her and say, you know what? You and I share something in common. We both feel deeply that this girl who's been raped has been seriously wronged. In other words, I'm going to let empathy come through. And then after I've shown some empathy, I'm going to say to her, given you and I both agree that this young woman has been violated, and we agree that having the child may indeed remind her of what happened. We agree on those two points. Given that agreement, how do you think a civil society should treat innocent human beings who remind us of a painful event? And I'm going to let the question just hang there for a minute. Hmm. The point I'm making is, is it okay to kill them simply so we can feel better? Does hardship justify homicide, in other words? Yes. And that's what I'm going to press home as a point. And, you know, would we kill two-year-olds who remind us of something painful? Suppose a two-year-old has a father who was a rapist. Would we consider punishing the two-year-old with execution for the crime of his father? Mm-hmm. Obviously not. So the real issue here is what is the unborn more than anything? Yes. Are they human like that two-year-old? Scott, those are great points. And I think that, 
you know, you've done a good job just uh, showing us that with maybe a sentence or two, we can really call someone's bluff and refute what they're saying. I, I can a hear lot some- of pro-life apologetics is clarifying that. Yeah, mm, that that's a great point. And Scott, I can hear the hearts of some who are brokenhearted. Um, they have they are convinced that abortion is wrong, but they have a, an abortion in their past. Let's just assume for a moment that someone's not a believer and they're listening to this. Um, what would you say to them about the hope of uh, restoration and forgiveness in Christ? Well, we all who are listening right now and participating in this discussion have the same problem. We are part of a rebel race that is by nature God's enemy. And that goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden, where our first parents decided they were going to call the shot and disobey their creator. And God, who would have been perfectly just to wipe out the entire race for its rebellion, instead, though he is a holy God and cannot wink at sin, he has to punish it. He doesn't punish it by destroying his rebel race. He punishes it by sending his son to die in our place as a sinless substitute And that son, known as Jesus, bears in full the wrath of God you and I deserve. And God proved that sacrifice was sufficient by raising Jesus from the dead. And so what that means is post-abortion men and women have incredibly good news at their disposal, because if they put their faith in Jesus for salvation, God the Father no longer is their judge. He adopts them into his family as dearly loved children. And what that means practically is that God is not judging that post-abortion man or woman based on their acts anymore or their past. He's judging them on Christ's merits, and they now get Christ's righteousness for their sinfulness. That's a trade I'll take any day. Amen. And that's such good news, Scott, that we have. And we can't forget that as believers, that we have such good news to proclaim. We we have a message of hope. And even though it, it hurts to see our sin for what it is, uh, it can be a painful thing. There's a remedy. Thanks for listening to A Step Closer. Let us know your thoughts on today's topic. You can email us at contact at walkintruth.com. You can also let us know a topic or question you'd like us to answer and discuss. Again, email us at contact at walkintruth.com.